This is Growing Local, stories from ASAP about the local food community. I'm Jen Nathan Orris. Let's go back in time. It's 2017, and we're standing outside the milking barn at Looking Glass Creamery in Columbus, North Carolina. It's 5.30 in the evening, and the cows are lined up at the gate. Alan Harmon of Harmon Dairy is getting the milking machine ready. First thing you do when you get them in here, you check their milk, make sure their milk's good. Next thing you do, you get your milker down, release the vacuum, and you place it onto the teats. How many times has Alan started and ended his day in the milking parlor? I guess I started when I was a teenager. Now I'm 61 years old, so I guess I've done it a couple million times. <laughs> but the cows won't be milked by Alan and his brother Doug forever. The Harmon brothers have lived on this farm in Polk County, North Carolina all their lives, but soon someone else will be milking the cows every day. Jennifer and Andy Perkins are poised to take over the dairy. They're the owners of Looking Glass Creamery, an artisan cheese company about an hour away. For the past nine years, their lives have revolved around curds, but now they're getting closer to the source of their milk in order to have more control over their supply. They bought the 226-acre farm in the spring of 2017, and for the next year, they're living in an RV outside the Harmon's home while the brothers teach the cheesemakers how to milk the cows and manage the herd. It's an unusual arrangement. Most farmers pass their land down to their children or give up agriculture altogether as they get older. But the Harmon brothers don't have kids. They weren't sure what would happen to their farm, but the wheels were set in motion when Doug visited Looking Glass Creamery on a farm tour organized by ASAP, the Appalachian Sustainable Agriculture Project, in 2009. Doug saw how Jennifer was adding value to milk by turning it into cheese and thought that might be the next step for Harmon Dairy. So I encouraged him, yeah, you should definitely do it and give me a call. We exchanged numbers and that was it for six or seven years. And then we found ourselves needing some more milk. So I was like, oh, I have that dairy farmer's number in my phone. We kind of involved in a conversation of them wanting to expand and where would they get their milk and I was kind of kid Jen. I made them an offer they couldn't refuse and now I apologize maybe for getting them into this. So. And she may be mad at me in two or three years. Like, Why did you get us into this? So. It didn't take much convincing to get Jennifer and Andy on board, but there were plenty of details to work out between the two families. We had a lot of conversations sitting right at this table about, you know, where do we go from here and how are we going to live and how's this transition happen? And I've worked in dairies, but I have one millionth of the experience that they have and that information we need to make this a success and their input and their experience um, and the fact that we're living 50 feet from their front door in an RV, <laughs> all those kind of things, uh, we really had to hash out how that, what would that would look like. And the fact that they're willing to make this transition uh, is one thing, but they're also willing to live it for the next year, which is something that I think most people wouldn't do. Jennifer, Doug, and Alan sit under a pecan tree that Doug planted as a Future Farmers of America project back in high school. The tree produces more shade than nuts these days, but it does bring back memories of growing up here at Harmon Dairy. Me and my brother Alan, we inherited from my parents. They moved here in 1947 and started the dairy then. And uh, been cows milked here ever since. Back then it was more manual labor intense. Uh, I remember Pop had uh, two tractors and we loaded the manure spreader with a pitchfork and and if we got his equipment got more sophisticated, you know, using front end loaders and everything, uh, it just got to work with less manual labor, but you know, equipment intensified. More change is coming to Harmon Dairy. 
Not with more high-tech equipment just yet, but with its future owners, Jennifer and Andy Perkins from Looking Glass Creamery. They'll be the ones milking the cows twice a day, along with their 15-year-old son, Max. They'll also bring a new business model to the dairy, turning the milk into artisan cheese and selling directly to the public. For decades, Harmon Dairy has been a member of a producer's association that pools raw milk from many dairies and sells it to wholesale buyers. Doug says this model has its drawbacks. The price of milk or any kind of farm commodity, you know, selling it wholesale to the processors, the price has not changed much in the past 40 years, really. So that's forced uh, the producers to produce more volume and make a smaller profit per volume. That's the biggest thing that's going on in agriculture that I see. Uh, and that's why I think Looking Glass is going to they'll be adding value to the milk by going straight to consumer. For the way me and Alan doing it, it's pretty much out. Doug and Alan say it's important to keep their land in farming, and they accomplished that three years ago by putting it under a conservation easement. Now the land can't be subdivided and must be used for agriculture. Even after the Perkins take over the dairy, the Harmons will continue to grow barley and corn on the property to feed the cows. Doug has seen Polk County transition from small farms to larger equestrian centers. And while he says that does preserve the rural landscape of the region, there's more financial incentive for people to sell their farmland now. I've always been involved in farmland preservation, and uh, it's just something I want to see happen. I wish more people could do it to preserve land for agriculture. We can keep some land available for people to farm on. And it's going to be up to the consumers to help folks out whenever they market in direct them. Soon, Looking Glass Creamery will build a cheese shop on the property and a 1,600-square-foot underground aging cave for their cheese. I hop in Jennifer's truck to check out the hillside that will someday be a hub of agritourism. Um, so we're pulling up here now to a little rise in the hill. Uh, we'll be digging into that hillside and... Um, building underground caves and a new production facility where you can come and watch the process from the outside, see the cheese making and whatnot, and even peek in an aging cave. And then we hope people eventually will be able to come and sit on top of the hill and enjoy the cheeses here on the property. And then I thought I'd just take you around and show you the other side of the farm. Some people call it the crown jewel of Polk County in terms of farms because it is really beautiful. We're both out of breath as we climb to the top of the hillside. I discovered that Jennifer's son Max has stowed away in the back of the truck. Uh, do you think you'll be helping out much? Oh yeah, for sure. I milked some cows last week. It's pretty cool just to see what it's like, how you get your milk. Standing on top of the hillside, looking out over the mountains, Jennifer sees a future in front of her. Everybody in the Polk County area has been super supportive and welcoming to us, and I think they're, in general, very excited about the idea of the creamery and also the, the opportunity to keep this farm a working farm. We're just really glad to be here, and it's a, the best possible solution for long-term growth and stability that we could have ever found. And I dream big, but I never dream this big. <laughs> Next week on Growing Local, we'll catch up with Jennifer Perkins from Looking Glass Creamery to hear how the farm has evolved since our visit. Learn more about family farms at asapconnections.org. <laughs>